Welcome to this week's edition of Leading with Confidence. My name is Confidence Seleme and I'm your host. This program is proudly powered by the William Seleme Foundation. And the foundation's mission is enabling education in Africa. This week, I'd like us to talk on a topic I've titled Achieving Team Excellence. Achieving Team Excellence. Firstly, let's try to define what excellence is. I believe that excellence is when you do what you do so well that you stand out from the crowd. When you are excellent, you are exceptional. Excellence is what makes soccer teams such as Real Madrid and Barcelona win you know, championships year after year. Excellence is like a shoe polished finely to the point where it shines. It is the same shoe made of the same material, but because it has been polished, it looks better and it is more attractive. Excellence is when the best version of a person or object comes to the fore and is displayed. Excellence is unmistakable and it produces the result. It isn't something that can merely be spoken about and claimed. There has to be evidence. Excellence is competitive in nature, but competition should not be what drives it. Anybody who has attained excellence has had to battle with various internal and external forces whether they be procrastination, negative beliefs, naysayers, and so forth. In sports or business, excellence is often measured by how well we did as compared to our competitors. It's a as long as we beat competitor X mentality. This is not a great approach or measurement method because then excellence is being measured by how we performed as compared to another person organization, when it should rather be measured against how we are capable of performing. Should a team that plays badly but still manages to win be praised just because they, the team they played against was even worse? That type of measuring is not conducive to creating a culture of excellence. Organizations that are excellent at what they do and who have refined their products and service offerings will always be in business because clients, customers and consumers are always looking for excellent services and excellent products. As mentioned earlier, excellence is attractive. It attracts respect, honor, and also attracts money. Excellence is what put Bailey in the Sports Hall of Fame. It's what made Apple and Microsoft the great organizations they are. Leaders who aspire to excellence will always inspire the teams they lead. Excellence is a process. Excellence doesn't happen overnight. Nobody wakes up and they are suddenly excellent at what they do. Every person who is excellent at what they do has had to refine their ability in a particular craft until they go to a level where they were described as an excellent pianist or an excellent accountant and so forth. There is a process to reaching a level of excellence. The important thing is to first decide that you want to become an excellent leader who will build and inspire excellence in their team. Then, like a traveler who has a specific destination in mind, you can begin the journey and process to excellence. What does excellence look like to you and your team? Is it pitching for new business and bringing more clients into your organization? Is it getting recognition from your industry peers and winning certain awards? Is it getting your children into the best universities and giving them a head start? Once you know what excellence looks like, then you'll be better poised to pursue it. Excellence is flight. Some time back, I attended a leadership seminar and the presenter on the day presented a simple but effective developmental model called Crawl, Run, Walk. 
CWR states that before you can run, you must walk. And before you can walk, you must crawl. It's a model that anybody can relate to because of its simplicity and wide applicability. When I think of my own life in my sphere as a motivational author and speaker, I can see clearly how CWR has been at play. In 2008, when I was at college, we went through a financial crisis and it was during this storm that I began posting words of motivation on Facebook as a way to encourage myself. People began responding to the posts and they were telling me how much those words inspired and elevated them. Sometime later, I moved from just writing motivational posts on Facebook to writing motivational articles for various publications. Thereafter, I started writing and publishing motivational books. So where does excellence feature in the CWR model? Well, it doesn't. CWR is a build-up to excellence, and to get to excellence, I believe you have to enter another letter into the mix. That letter is F, and it stands for flight. The truth is, there are many who are crawling, walking, or running, but there are few who are flying. And as stated earlier, excellence stands out from the crowd. What will it take for your team to fly? It will take process. It will require you to assess at which level in the CWRF model in your team is. It will require you to master that level so that you can advance to the next. When you master where you are, it opens up the road to where you could go. Excellent teams have excellent dreams. Teams that do not dream of excellence will never reach excellence. What is the dream that is pulling your team? What is the vision that is pushing them to go beyond the expected so that they can create unexpected results? If people do not have dreams worth chasing, they will never even put on their running shoes. When you set the bar too low, you force people to bend down and reach down. That's not inspiration. But when you set it high, you encourage them to stretch and to do what they didn't know they could. Some leaders are afraid to dream too big and so they set timid goals and they create small visions for themselves and their teams. I wrote in one of my books that you do not pay to dream so anybody can afford to dream big. That statement is absolutely true. You don't pay to dream, but it does cost you something to attain that dream. That is what people are afraid of. They fear the effort that may be required and they fear the possibility of failure. So they shield themselves by living below their true potential. They shield themselves by doing just what is required from them and nothing more. They shield themselves by uncovering only a fragment of who they truly are and what they are truly capable of. And they cover the major part of their talents and abilities under a heap of self-doubt and fear. Most people are supermen trapped in Clark Kent. It's much easier being Clark Kent because he doesn't have to carry the responsibilities that Superman has to. He can get away with being lowly and timid. There are no fires for Clark Kent to put out. There are no runaway trains for him to stop. He can afford to hide behind his desk, virtually unnoticed by the rest of the world. Are you a Superman hiding behind a Clark Kent facet? Is there more within you than you are currently displaying? Has the world met the real you? Or have we only witnessed a shell and a shadow of who you truly are and what you can really do? 
The dreams you are reaching for indicate to us the level of excellence you believe is within you. If you believe there is a high level of excellence in your team, it will be reflected by the kind of dreams you aim for. I read somewhere that if your dreams don't intimidate you, then they are not big enough. Close quote. If what you are aiming for offers no challenge to you, then is it really worth aiming for? We mentioned earlier that excellence goes beyond crawling, walking and running. Excellence is about flight and the ability to fly is one of the factors that distinguishes Superman from Clark Kent. I understand that there are people who have a Superman complex and they believe that they should be all things to all people and that they should come to everybody's rescue. That isn't what I'm advocating here. It is unhealthy for a leader to have a Superman complex because such a leader will deny themselves necessities such as time to rest and time away for recuperation. I'm simply admonishing the behavior of those who know they have more to offer but are happy to sit back and let their potential go to waste. When you have an excellent dream, a dream worth pursuing, a dream that is aligned to your purpose and talents, a dream that you are passionate about and you are willing to go through the crawling, walking and running phases as you pursue the dream, then you will begin to fly. You will reach excellence. A dream does not have to be magnificent in size. It just has to be magnificent in depth and meaning. For example, an organization may have an excellent dream of moving from a million dollar corporation to becoming a billion dollar corporation. There is a level of you know, grandiosity to that dream and there is nothing wrong with it. There may be an old lady in a particular region who cooks food and feeds the homeless people in that region. Her dream may not be as grandiose as that of their corporation, but it is excellent nonetheless because of its significance in meaning. Instead of sitting and wasting away somewhere, she has chosen to wear her red cape and live a life in flight mode. Excellence exceeds expectations. In every sphere of life, there are standards that have been set. There are norms and practices that over time have come to define the realities within those spheres. Once upon a time, it was normal to use horse cars as transportation. We'd travel many kilometers using that mode of transport. It was expected that one should travel by horse car. When the motor car came along, it exceeded the expectations and defied the norms of the time. That's what excellence does. It sets new records and redefines norms. It goes over and above to deliver that which we haven't seen before or aren't accustomed to. It trails a new path for others to follow. Since the advent of the motor car, new innovations have come to the fore. We've built faster cars, more efficient cars, no tougher cars, cars that use electricity as opposed to diesel and petrol. We've even gone beyond that and we've created helicopters, private jets, and now we're venturing into space travel. This is excellence in action. It is pushing the boundaries and entering territories never before explored. Excellence has a twin named greatness. So often we sit on the benches spectating, admiring and cheering on, watching and perhaps even secretly wishing it was us on the field. We are not merely meant to cheer at the greatness we witness. That greatness is meant to inspire our own greatness to leap out. You should never get so used to watching others run that you forget that you too have legs. A sleeping lion is a lion still. So even if your potential has been dormant for some time, 
You can reignite it and bring it to life. You can unearth it and bring to the surface for all to see. The excellence within you is the key to your greatness. We mentioned earlier that excellence is attractive. One of the major things that it attracts is opportunities. And when excellence meets opportunity, greatness is birthed. When you've been refining your gift and you are afforded the opportunity to display your gift, the stage that will elevate you to greatness is set. For example, when Wade van Nickel broke the world 400 meter record, it was merely excellence meeting opportunity. Today, he is undoubtedly one of the greatest athletes the world has ever seen. When you have prepared and have refined your gift to the point of excellence, opportunity will come your way. Seize that moment and you will become great in your particular sphere. Yes, excellence leads to greatness. So to find greatness, we must go beyond the boundaries of average and normal, beyond business as usual, beyond the glass ceilings, and beyond the artificial barriers we've built in our minds. We meet greatness not at the mountaintop, but on our journey up the mountain, because greatness isn't only in the glory of our victories, it's also found in the lessons of our failures. Greatness happens when we reach for excellence, discover our true potential, and when we help others discover theirs as well. People become great not by chance, but by choice. Those who put in the effort of great diligence will reap great dividends. They will be honored for the contribution they've made to the advancement and upliftment of their communities, their organizations, and their spheres of influence. Examine where you are in your life and in your leadership. Are you performing at a level of excellence? Are you living out the greatness embedded within you? It was Bill McCartney, the former American football player and founder of Promise Keepers Men's Mystery, who said, Big dreams create the magic that stirs men's souls to greatness. So don't live limited. Aim big, reach for excellence, and unearth the greatness within you. Why settle for an ordinary life when you have it within you? become excellent and great. Have you reached excellence? We've discussed what excellence is and the various factors and aspects that inform it. Now we must ask ourselves whether we are displaying this excellence or whether we are operating in a state of average or mediocre. That which the heart does not desire, it shall not diligently seek. Do you desire this excellence we've been talking about or are you content to remain at the level you are? Do you desire excellence in your finances? Or are you content to simply make enough to pay the bills? Do you desire excellence in your relationship? Or are you content to merely go through the motions? We have to be honest with ourselves if we are to change ourselves. As a leader, would you say you are leading in an excellent manner? Or are you just drifting along? A team which isn't led in an excellent manner is unlikely to reach excellence. Follow the steps we've talked about and begin leading excellently so that you can propel your team to that higher level of excellence. Define what excellence looks like for your team. Identify where you are in the process. Are you crawling, walking, or running? What are the norms and expectations that exist in your sphere or industry? And what would you need to do in order to exceed those expectations so that you may become known as a team that exemplifies excellence? Remember that in order to reach a thing, you must reach for a thing. The arm which does not stretch out to attain is destined to remain in leg. Desire it 
reach for it and attain it. Well, we've come to the end of this week's episode of Leading with Confidence. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheers.